podcast where we explain people and help you to understand yourself and your fellow human beings a little better. This is Kim Giles, and I've got Sarah Henderson with me today. Sarah? How are you, Kim? I'm so excited for today's show. Today we're going to be talking about squares, and they are a very important shape to the world. And I have to tell you, people say all the time, just don't tell me I'm a square. I don't want to be a square, because they think square means nerdy at least people who were alive in the 60s and 70s do. Are they nerds? I know. I get that all the time. People think if a, they're a square, that they have to be a nerd. No, this is a totally different thing. So they're not nerds at all. That's not the profile of the square. But it is interesting. It is interesting that we pick this shape for this profile because squares, you know, how they've got straight lines and kind of sharp corners. For sure. And that really kind of does describe a, a square person. They, they are so, they've got strict lines of moral value and they can be a little sharp with their tongue. They can say things that are a little harsh sometimes. So in that way, they really fit this profile of a square. Yeah, um, absolutely. I have a few squares in my life, so I'm pretty excited to learn more about squares today. I've noticed for me, they're a little bit difficult to deal with. They're a little bit unbending. They're not very flexible in a lot of things. So I'm looking forward to hearing a little bit more about squares and their balanced and unbalanced state. But typically you tell us about some celebrities that are squares. Did you find any square celebrities? I did find a few. So the big one that came to mind is Leonardo DiCaprio. For sure. He's okay. a, And you can see with him the unbending that he's, he's going to be a very strong person with strong opinions and he wouldn't bend them. It's squares see their morals as very black and white. There is no gray, hmm. it's right or wrong. And they really value loyalty and honesty and hard work and principles in that way. And because of that, they can be kind of judgmental. And I can, I can just see a lot of that in Leonardo's personality couple others, obviously I'm guessing because they haven't taken the quiz, but I think Shaquille O'Neal might be a square. I think Harrison Ford might be a square and Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence strikes me as a square. Really? Okay. So tell me why, what you're seeing in these people that makes you think that they're really a square. So a lot of it is the, the opinions and that they've just got a strong commitment level to their opinions is what I want to say. Okay. Say that again. Like they're strongly committed to their opinions. So you're not going to change their mind. They know what they know and there's not going to be any flexibility in that kind of thing. And they've done their research on their, their ideas, haven't they? So they're very educated on what they believe is right. They've done their research and, and they really can support what they believe in. Oh, absolutely. And the really irritating part for the rest of us is that they're usually right. And I mean, somebody who's right that much, come on, they're going to drive you a little bit crazy. <laughs> oh, for sure. And they want you to do it their way. So it's not just that they're right. It's that, you know, your, your way is not good enough or not the correct way. So it can be really challenging to work or live with a square. Yeah. Another really famous square. And I didn't mention this one earlier because we've talked about her on our Instagram and, and our Explain People Facebook page, but Hillary Clinton is definitely a square. And you can kind of see she's got her own set maybe of moral rules 
that may not be consistent with the rest of us, but she strongly follows those. You can see that just not flexibility really coming through with Hillary. Don't you think? Yeah, you can. And the other thing I can see with Hillary that sometimes we see in squares is the story, my life, my journey has not been what I wanted it to be. And I'm a little disappointed by that. And I just might take it out on you. Um, maybe she has a few things that have happened in her life where she's disappointed and she hasn't gotten what she thinks she's deserved. So then that makes her a little bit rough around the edges. Oh, that's a perfect description, man. That is exactly, exactly a square. A matter of fact, we find that some people who go through trauma or heartbreak or really difficult situations in their life, they can shift shapes. Their shape can change. And the most common one that people change to is a square. So we see that a lot with people who have been through hard things. And you know how some of us come out the other side a little bit bitter? An unbalanced square can kind of fit that profile. Yeah, the squares I'm thinking of in my life, this is why I was excited to talk about this and kind of understand how to approach them and validate them and make them feel good about themselves because they have had loss in their world. One I can think of lost a child many, many years ago and a spouse. One I can think of got divorced really early in her life and she just hasn't let go of it. So just really want to see if I can learn about squares and how I can approach them a little differently. So let's talk about what we would see for a square in a super balanced state. What would we see from a square? Oh my gosh. They're the most amazing like employees. They're so dependable. They're so productive and organized. They get stuff done. And they're also willing to take on tasks that other people don't want to do. And if it needs to be done and someone's got to step up and do it, a square usually will. So they're, they're generous that way. They're supportive of other people. They're very strong, very intelligent, very self-reliant. They're not going to be entitled. They're not going to expect handout. They are just going to take care of themselves and whatever needs to be done, which really makes them very grounded. Yes, and I can see them being strong, coming across as independent and strong, but really kind of maybe suffering some, from some of their internal messages sometimes. Yeah, we see that balanced. They're amazing at creating systems and figuring out rules to make, to make a business or an organization run. You absolutely want a square. I love an assistant or somebody running my office that's a square because they're going to have it down to a finely oiled machine that everything works perfectly. And some of the other employees might not like them because they may enforce rules and, and be a little intolerant with people that aren't doing their work, but you can guarantee everything is going to run perfectly. They're detail focused too. There are people who will catch every typo in a book they read. Well, the rest of us will kind of just go over them. They will send a letter to the author explaining that they had typos on these 12 pages that need to be fixed, which is great for an employee to be that detail focused. But I notice that like as a writer, if I get a letter telling me that there's typos on my website, I know it came from a square. <laughs> oh, say. that's great. That is so insightful. So I have a square that I work with and she's in the customer support side of what I do. And she has it exactly like you said. She's got it nailed down. She's very detail oriented. She doesn't miss a thing. Oh my gosh. It's just a perfect description of her. 
And it's wonderful. We love having her there. I think the whole place would fall apart if she weren't there. Oh, it probably would, really. They love jobs like the the clerk in a government office or the DMV where they get to be, they've got a little bit of power over the rules and making people follow the rules. They, They actually really like that kind of job. I also see them in the military and as police officers because again, they get to enforce rules. And for some reason, squares like that. Okay, so that's in a balanced state. What would we really see with a slightly unbalanced square? What kind of behavior? Okay, so because they care so much about moral values and people keeping the rules, they can be a little judgmental when they get unbalanced. They're going to notice people who don't keep the rules. They're also going to tell you. So they can come across as pretty critical. But just like we talked about some of the other shapes, in their mind, they're trying to help. It just feels critical to everybody else that you're pointing out everything I do wrong. Mm-hmm. Unbalanced, their, their hearts can get a little closed off. So they kind of come across as cold, a little demanding, not as friendly and warm as some of the other shapes when they're unbalanced. And I keep saying that because there are amazing squares I know who are very warm, but as they get unbalanced, they can lose some of that. They, they can fall into that victim story a little bit and even get a little bit depressed. So yeah, that's kind of what we see as they get a little bit unbalanced. Well, I can see that. If they've had a, a difficult life or a hard knock life and they've gone through some hard things, then you can see how it'd be very easy to slip into victim mode. What about really unbalanced? What do we see when they're just not getting the validation that they need and become really unbalanced. Yeah, I had somebody call me this week because they've got a square in their office who's really out of balance. And I know the horrible things that this woman has been through in her life. Mm. And by the way, I say woman, but a lot of men are squares. This one's pretty equally men and women. Yeah. But this lady has been through terrible things and she's so critical. And she jumps on any mistake and with a very sharp tongue lets people have it. And the turnover in that office is getting insane because people will not work with her. Oh, no. Arrogant and judgmental and just on everybody. She complains about everything, is negative. And a square in that state can hold a grudge like no other shape. I mean, for decades, they can stay mad at you. And it might not even be over a big thing, but if they're really unbalanced and you get on their bad side, you're going to stay there (laughs) for a long time. So this is really great. So tell me, because I, like I said, I do have squares in my life, but, and I see this behavior and I turn away, like I start avoiding it. I don't want to interact with that person, but what can I do instead? Like, what could I do instead of turning away from that person? We're going to talk about that. Yeah. I mean, the really hard part is when somebody behaves this badly, we want to pull them down. We don't want to build them up. But if you kind of play to the ego and you compliment them and you tell them how awesome they are and reassure them that they're safe in this place they are and that nobody's trying to take from them and and we care about you and a lot of validation and reassurance may bring some of that down and at least get you a little bit on their side. So they'll be a little bit softer with you. I've got a a lady that I've had an opportunity to do that with, and it looks like you're just brown nosing her, right? You're just 
play into her ego to, you know, make her feel like she's so important and loved, but it does help. And it helps all of us when we get validation and reassurance. We all feel safer and then we behave better. So it, it still works with the square. That's great advice. So the squares that I know, a lot of times they have some really great ideas and they're pretty good at teaching others and they have a lot of patience. Is that also a quality of a square? Oh, they love to be teachers. And they, a lot of them end up school teachers, but also like dog trainers or any kind of position where you're teaching others and you're teaching them a system, right? You're teaching them how to do these things and following a system. They just are amazing in that kind of role. They also, because they're fear of loss dominant, I say they have mistreatment glasses on because they just are quick to see mistreatment or somebody, you know, taking from them or, or putting them down that they'll see that even when it's not there. When I say they have mistreatment glasses, like they just see mistreatment everywhere they look, whether it's really there or not. Right. And I've heard them get on their soapbox, right. And tell you and be there just to tell you exactly why what they think is right. Um, and they have trouble admitting that they are wrong and they talk a lot. Oh, and share their opinion so strongly. Yeah. Well, no, we're definitely taking, talking about out of balance because I've seen balanced squares be able to admit they're wrong, but in an unbalanced state, you will never hear it that they're wrong. They will always be right. And that can lead to a lot of struggles in relationships. And we see this with squares often. The people around them will say they listen. They don't listen. All they do is talk at you. And mm. when you say they got on a soapbox, let me tell you, you could be there a while if they get going. Mm. And they can also be kind of controlling and too picky about everything needing to be done the way they want it done. And so that's rough in relationships. Kind of can push people away. Yeah, that's true. There is a little bit of pushing people away and then it's just a vicious cycle. They feel a little lonely and then they're back in that. But where do we see, um, so when we see that happening with the square, what's the main thing that we can do to help them? Okay, so first of all, you've got to make sure that they're open to, to being helped because often they, they aren't. So if you do get a position where you can coach or, you know, have a, a position of influence with a square, we do need to talk a lot about communication and relationship skills. Asking permission before they tell you something is huge with a square. If, that's one of the main things I want to teach them. So if you see somebody doing something wrong, you've got to say, hey, would you be open to a suggestion on that? Or do you want me to stay out of it? And just asking permission before you try to help and advise and tell people what you think really will help their relationships because people will feel more respected. And, and that's probably one of the biggest things that they need to work on it. And then forgiving, I would say, I mentioned how they can hold a grudge. Forgiving is hard for a square. So they might need some work on that. So as an octagon, I can definitely relate to needing to ask permission before talking because I'm also one of those people that likes to give a little bit of unsolicited advice. I've really been working on that lately and I think that would go a long way for a square. It really has for me. And I think if a square approached me and said, hey, you know, I have some ideas on that. Would you be open to talking about it? I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. I love that piece of advice. Yeah, you know, I gave a speech 
a while back and I had a square person come up afterwards and say, this whole room was arranged wrong. You should have had the stage over here and the chairs over there. And you really got this whole thing wrong. <laughs> and I'm, thank you. I appreciate that feedback. We'll have to think about that next time. Thanks. Thank you so much. But I, because I understand that she was trying to help, I didn't get offended like most people might. But I immediately recognized how different would that experience have been for me if she had come up and said, would you ever be open to a way that you could have done this to make a better impact? Would you be open to the advice? Wow. Felt respected and honored, right? It's a totally different conversation. Right. Oh, that's a totally different approach. And you're so open to it then rather than being like, who's she? Tell me that I set it up wrong. I love it. So good. So where do we see squares working? What kind of careers? Okay. So honestly, they are great employees. So you can really put them almost anywhere. Being as detailed, organized as they are and efficient, they're going to fix up your office and make sure everything runs smoother. They're great as a, as a receptionist because they will run the whole office and they'll protect you from people who want to see you that you wouldn't want to see. Oh, I love it. That kind of thing. They're so hardworking, but they do better in a place where they have some autonomy and control to revamp the system and make it better. If they're in a place and it's not running right and they have no power to fix it, that would drive them nuts. So they really kind of need a little bit of power so that they can make things right the way they want them to be at work. Oh, I can see how that would be great to have some structure like that in your office. Yeah. So I always say careers where they have control over the detail, they would be the happy. Absolutely. Yeah. They like positions where they've got some power control. They also really thrive in places that have a lot of rules. So I see so many people in the military that are squares. I've decided that the, the idea of the military and the structure and order and, and rules really appeals to them. So a lot of them end up there. Okay, for sure. So I, what message are we giving to squares today then? If they are, if you think you're a square, first of all, and you're not sure, make sure you go ahead and go to 12shapes.com and log in and you can take the quiz. And once you take the quiz, it's a short quiz. You can answer the questions. You'll get a little video after that tells you about your shape. And then the beauty of being logged into that system is how much free content there is for you. So if you think you might be a square or you're interacting with someone who might be a square, we're going to talk a little bit more about now. What message are we giving to them? What can we tell them? Okay. So if I've got someone who is a square listening to the show, you catch more bees with honey. You know what that, how that, what that means, Sarah? Gosh, like just be super sweet. Kind of. Yeah. You'll, kindness. you'll get people to do what you want them to do better. If you approach it nicely than if you complain or judge or criticize mm -hmm. and think they're going to want to change their behavior because the way you're saying it, being kind and gentle with people and asking permission, that kind of thing is really how you've got to learn to get what you want in the world. You'll get it better if you're nice and respectful and complimentary mm -hmm. than if you're critical and you've got to watch the judging other people. And remember that all people have the same value. And just because this one's doing something right or wrong, or in your opinion, they're handling their life right or wrong, you've got to honor and respect that 
none of that affects their value. They still have the same value you do. Now, I would also tell you, you have these amazing gifts for organization and systems and your intelligence and dependability. And you got to get out there and use that magic that you have and find a place where you can take all those talents and make a difference for people and really serve and support people using those gifts because the world needs you. We need you to get out there and use your magic. Well, I love it. And thinking of my squares in my life and thinking of the balanced and the unbalanced ones, the ones that are a little more balanced are using those gifts and they are out there helping people and making a difference. Even though sometimes they're a little bit opinionated about their time, their ways of doing things, they are using their magic. I love that piece, Kim. Really, we need them out there. Now, there's one more thing I want to tell if Square is listening. You've got to learn to trust God in the universe and let them be in control of a lot of things so that you can let go of control. And we talked about this, Sarah, I think with octagons and some of the other fear of loss dominant shape, Okay. that trust is really hard because they feel like it won't be right unless I control it and make it right. Mm. And so this is a huge one that any fear of loss dominant shape needs to let go of control, trust God in the universe that they've got things in hand, they know what they're doing, and not feel the need to control it all yourself. And that's going to make you happier and the people that you live with. That's going to be really hard for a square. So that one's going to take a little while to sink in. So if you're a square or if you're living around a square, try and encourage them to do that and just be like, you know, the universe may not have treated you well yet, but you got to trust in it. That's really great. So if you're living with a square... What kind of information can we give to someone who's living with a square? Okay, thick skin. We've got to have thick skin because they're trying to help you is going to happen that they come across as critical or always telling you what you do is wrong. And you've got to recognize that this isn't about criticizing you. It's about trying to help you, but you've got to have thick skin to be able to handle it. And know that they're coming from a place of love, even though it doesn't feel that way. If they're a very unbalanced square and they're angry and judgmental and critical and controlling, you've got to recognize too that all of that is not about you. They're unhappy with themselves and their life and the way their journey's been and they feel taken from and they feel gypped or or treated unfairly by life. Mm-hmm. And, and this, none of that is about you. That is all about their stuff. And so you've got to let them kind of keep that. And if they're in a bad mood and they're going to be angry and mean today, stay out of the way. Just stay out of the way. This is their thing. I also just say, let them have control over as many things as you can. Let them be the boss of it. And then reserve the right to have a boundary and push back about the things that are most important to you. And you enforce those boundaries hard and do not let them cross them. That way you preserve yourself in the middle of all of this control that they've got to have. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's my favorite piece about working with a square. That's something that I haven't done is really kept my boundary and let them know what's okay to say to me and treat me and what's not okay. Because when I don't tell them what's not okay, then I just get resentful and then I turn away and that's not going to help our relationship. So really love that piece about boundaries. 
what if you're parenting a square? Do you see any kids that are squares? We actually see a lot of kids that are squares. And really? They're hard kids. And I'll tell you how you'll know if you've got one. They don't take orders. And they think that they're as smart as you really young. Really young, they know as much as you do. And the irritating part is they're pretty smart. They're pretty <laughs> close to actually knowing what you know. They're really smart kids. And they will feel very offended if you talk down to them like you know better and they're a child and you're, that will not go over well. They believe that they are that smart and they should have the control and the power over their life. And they want that. You'll also notice that they are the ruler of the friend group and they tell everybody else what to do and how they should do it. They're the <laughs> boss. Little oh squares my playing and the square has everybody else doing exactly what they want. So that sometimes is hard for them. They end up struggling to have friends because their kids don't want to play with them. If you have to be the boss, we always have to do what you say. We're not going to want to play with you anymore. And we really have to start teaching these squares very young, some relationship skills that people will not want to play with you if you don't ask what they want. And some of the time you don't do what they want to do. And we see this even as teens, they can push people away from them a lot. And so they've got, you've got to take the time to help them get some relationship skills. You've got to teach them to listen more than they talk and how, how we treat people so that pe people want to be around us. And then as much as you can, you've got to give them some control and power over their life. That's the leverage or that's the currency that they care about. So they've got to behave this way or they lose power and control. And if they behave correctly, then you give them more power and control because that's really the only thing they'll care about. They don't care about stuff. You can take away the car and their phone or whatever. They won't care. It's power and control that they care about. Very interesting. So I'm thinking maybe it would be a good thing for a teen or a young kid to direct them the way that you want them to go and then let them think it's their idea. Like, hey, I was thinking maybe we would go to the zoo today. Oh, yeah, mom, I really want to go to the zoo today. Remember, we said we're going to the zoo. <laughs> maybe that would be something good for a square. Oh, especially as a teen, Sarah. If, if you can ask enough questions to make them figure out what you really wanted to tell them so they think it's their idea, that is the golden way with the with a square. Wow. I love that. So keep asking questions so that they can figure out what you're trying to tell them. Wow. That's great. You know, the other thing, just keep in mind, if you ask them, Hey, do I look fat in these pants? They are going to tell you the truth. They are <laughs> not going to tell you what you want to hear. They will tell you the truth. And I see this a lot with people where they get so offended and the squares like you asked. If you didn't want to know, you shouldn't ask. Totally. And that's the beauty of them. They will give it to you straight up. I love squares that are friends, right? Because yes, they're, they're also the most loyal friends. They are so loyal. I mean, you can treat them like crap and they'll still be in it. They'll still be there for you, which is a really wonderful, amazing quality. They can be really loyal. And if they say they're going to be there, they will be there. They're so reliable. I love that in a square. You make plans and they're there. Yeah, they're an awesome shape, aren't they? They are. 
Oh my goodness. I'm really grateful for today's show about squares because like I said, I have some in my life and now I think I'm better prepared to build relationships with them. That's just so great. We just want to thank everybody for taking some time and listening today and hope you got some great insights and tools. And don't forget to log on to 12shapes.com, log in and take a look at all the information that is on the website and then in the app. It's just amazing. There's tons of free content and coaching lessons in there for your shape and how to relate to other shapes in your life. And we really hope that you'll join us next week where we talk about dealing with other people in your life. So join us again next week for some more of Explain People.